Welcome to the Chase Your Stars podcast. My name is Christy Gomez, and if you're looking to live your best and most expansive life, or you want to be inspired to go chase your dreams, then you've arrived in the right place, my friend. Inside, you'll find conversations about manifesting an incredible life, a little woo-woo mixed in, and be welcomed into a high-vibe space that will show you how beautiful this life can be when you share your gifts with the world. I am so glad that you're here. Grab your drink, grab a snack, and let's chat. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Chase Your Stars podcast. I got a new Oracle deck of cards recently, and I wanted to talk about them because I really am enjoying them. And this is not an ad. This is just going to lead into my topic today of the podcast, but this is my story before the story. You know what I mean? This deck's called The Animal Apothecary by Kara Elizabeth. I got it on Amazon. I had not actually even heard of her or her deck until it kind of popped up while I was scrolling. And I feel like a lot of things that I've come across in the spiritual world have found me that way, where I wasn't necessarily out looking for them, but they stumbled across my path. So this is one of those things where I was looking not necessarily for something new. I use my tarot cards a lot. I use my deck of character cards. If you follow Christy Says Things on Instagram, you've probably seen me or even my Christy Lynn Gomez. I was doing readings originally with the deck of character oracle cards on my Instagram page, my main Instagram page. But I really use those the most because I just feel like it's almost like I'm physically talking to somebody else with those cards. And not all cards feel that way, where I feel like I can easily connect with my guides, with my deck of character cards and my tarot cards. But I've stumbled through some other decks where I'm like, eh, meh, not a huge fan. Long story short, I really was not sure what to expect with these. But the fact that they had a five-star review on Amazon caught my attention because it's rare. Like I said, when you get a deck of cards And when you're using it from an intuitive sense, that varies for people. Not everybody's going to connect with the cards the same way. Some people only use tarot cards. Some people only use oracle cards. It's, it really just depends on your own vibe. So for five stars for this deck, I said, and it was such a great price. It was like $17 or something. I said, yes. So I got these cards and I immediately off the bat loved them. They're all animal based, obviously animal apothecary. So the message is all tied back into animals and either their nature or how they move about in the world or how they interact with others. It just is, it is a great, easy to understand message, but in a way that you can relate to immediately, even if you're not an expert at reading cards, you don't really need a lot to be able to use these cards, a lot of experience in order to use these cards. One of the cards in the deck was the flamingo. And the Flamingo was one of the first cards I pulled out of this deck. And the Oracle cards come with a book. So you have access to understand the meanings. You're not just kind of, you know, making it up as you go. You can go back and as you pull the cards for yourself, you can go back and read the meanings. So the meanings for the Flamingo, she talked about how flamingos, when they are born, are not born pink. And I knew that. I had heard that somewhere along the way. The beta carotene and the bacteria from the food that they normally eat is what actually turns them pink over time. When they're born as babies, flamingos are usually white or gray. And that was, that's a cool way for me to kind of explain this next part I'm about to get into. So if you're using these cards and you pull this one, the meaning behind it is to remind you that you are what you eat in a sense. 
And if you take it one step deeper, it's not just actual food, which also does have an impact on your mental health. You know, usually when I'm in my best places mentally, my nutrition is something I want to maintain, I want to keep up with, I want to eat healthy food, I want to feel good. When my mental health is lacking, I want the sweets, I want the alcohol, I want the less sleep. I, I, I do things for myself that are not going to put me in that state. They kind of maintain my lesser state mentally. The message behind this card is the same thing. So not only physically, but mentally, the people you surround yourself with, the boundaries that you keep for yourself, the ideas that you have that you let come into your head, the, the intrusive thoughts or the happy thoughts, it's all part of what creates you as a human and the, and the parts of you that you show to the rest of the world. And uh, this card stuck with me for some reason. And it was something that I wanted to talk about today because it's such an easy way to transform your outer experience. But yet a lot of times we fall victim or we feel like we're victim to our surroundings and the the situations that we've created for ourselves. Like once we become this person who does these things and has these habits and is is the identity we're familiar with, it's much easier, even if it's not comfortable, to stay in that old tired identity because it's just what we've always known than it is to start to create a new reality and change and get out of that. It's There's a fear of the unknown, obviously, but it's the expression, you know, the devil you know, it's better than the devil you don't know. So you know how miserable you are. You know how hard things can be. And so when you get into those states where you know things need to change, it can be really difficult because it's unfamiliar and uncomfortable. And the flamingo reminds us that we have the option at any point to change our diet mentally or physically and become somebody new that will get us closer to who we want to be. And I have... I've shared before on the podcast, it's been a little while since I've talked about it, but I created a journal based on my own morning routine called the Chase Your Stars Journal. And part of the journal is you can choose from four different options after you write down what you're grateful for to impact the rest of your day. It can change every day. Again, there's four options. So depending on how you're feeling, you can pick one. One of them is choosing a quote of the day and just taking something that you know, mean something to you that day, something you want to remember and writing that down in your journal. You can click, you can click, it's not digital, but you can choose the affirm it, which is writing down affirmations, things you want to repeat to yourself, you want to remind yourself. You can do the manifest it option, which is things that you want to call in. Think like a, like a daily vision board, something that you're really excited about, something that you want to invite into your life, or you can do future you. And future you really applies to the flamingo in the sense that you can script how you want to feel when the great things that you're expecting to happen in your life actually happen. So you can take a minute and think about how is who is this version of Christy going to be when I achieve the things that I want to achieve? What will I do in my normal day? What will I eat in my normal day? Who will I talk to in my normal day? Where will I be? How will I get there? How will I look? How will I feel? 
there's a lot of different questions you can ask yourself depending on what it is that you're looking for. And it doesn't have to be, I kind of am always thinking career-minded, but you can be, it can be relationship-minded. It can be for a place that you want to go, a vacation, a, a new house, um, having kids, whatever it is that you're looking to accomplish in your life. How will it feel when you put yourself in that situation? And if you're going to start doing, you're going to start the way of the flamingo, if that's going to be where you're headed next, there's a couple things you need to do first. I, I use the journal, like I said, because it's what worked for me. And it might not work for everybody. It might be a struggle if you've never actually stopped to think about what you want that to be like. If, you, if you've never stopped to imagine what's possible in your life. And as a kid, I feel like we do this all the time, especially if you had a tough childhood. I know that some of my friends that have had not the best childhood have um, great imaginations because you needed a way to escape from the craziness happening around you. And in those times, I had crazy dreams about where my life would take me and who would be there and what I would do. And it was something that was a help to me. But as we get older, we stop allowing ourselves to imagine these things. And we don't really think about how life could be so drastically different. There's a few reasons in my personal opinion. One, you sound kind of crazy when in the 3D reality that you live in right now, people can see that you don't have the things that you want. You're clearly not in that job that you want. You don't have the relationship that you just, you just can reaffirm with the situation around you that you're nowhere near, quote unquote, those amazing things that you want to accomplish. So it's less painful Again, like we talked about a couple minutes ago, it's less painful to stay in the devil with the devil that you do know than to risk what would happen if you step out on a limb and get closer to the devil you don't know. I think that's a big reason why we stop dreaming. The other thing that I think happens a lot is we are worried about what people will think of us if we start to talk about things that just seem so far-fetched that we don't know how necessarily we're going to get there. But knowing that's a part of where we want to go, you might have heard when you were younger, are your heads in the clouds? Or, yeah, it sounds nice, or must be nice, or that's only for rich people, or that's not the life we grew up with, honey, or that's nobody from our hometown ever did that. Or, you know, other people around you mean well, they don't want to see you get hurt. It's not necessarily because everybody wants to stomp on your dreams. But people don't want to see you putting yourself in a situation where they feel like they can't see you getting there or they can't see the end game or the the how-to. And so, you know, they want to make sure they protect you and put you in a situation where you think logically and reasonably. And you go to your little nine to five and you have your little routine and you do your one vacation a year that you get from your company and you live a happy, content life and you die. And I don't know about you. It's probably, if you're listening to a podcast called Chase Your Stars Podcast, there's probably some star chasing you're looking to do in your life. So I would think that there's if there's something calling you to be to change your colors and be a flamingo, then there's a reason why. I do not believe that we are given these dreams to hang over our head for nothing so we can live a life of normalcy and boredom. I just don't think that that's, that's why we're here, what we're here to do. It might not be clear right away. So my very long way of getting back to my tip number one is if you've never dreamed before 
and you've never actually stopped to think about what do I really want? Like if nobody was going to read this ever and I could just say it to myself and I didn't have to be embarrassed, I don't even have to act on it yet. There's nothing you have to do. You are just daydreaming. If you could daydream without holding back right now, what do you want your life to look like? And it is okay if it is you in a castle. It is okay if you are a nomad. It is okay if you want 20 kids. It's okay if you want zero kids. It doesn't matter what it is. The point is not for you to judge it, not for you to pick it apart, not for you to say, but that will never happen, not to give an asterisk. Like that is the number one thing you need to do is what would that vision of you in that perfect place be? What are you doing? What do you smell? What do you see? What do you feel? Put yourself there. It's funny because you you would think that would be something easy to do, right? You're putting yourself in a happy place. Like, what does it feel like? For me, it was really challenging the first times I did that because my immediate sense was to go back and kind of like, but it might not look like that. Or yeah, okay, well, I'll never have that kind of money. So if I don't have that, then, then what? Or, oh, I don't know. It's just, I, I found myself breaking myself down for, for no reason other than to feel more comfortable, other than to, if, you know, if, I, if I'm having a moment thinking about this, like, why did I do that? It, it probably was to make other people feel comfortable. That's, it's, and it's so weird because it has nothing to do with anybody else, but you get worried of, okay, if I, become a star. Let's. This is not me. This is it just, just popped into my head. Let's say you have a beautiful voice and you would love to sing professionally someday or sing in front of an audience. I've done karaoke, so technically I've already achieved that. But let's say you're actually good and you want to sing for people. If that is part of your dream and you become a star and you have the income that comes with it and you have the lifestyle that comes with it, a lot of times our, our brain, not in a again, stomp on your dream kind of way, but in a want to keep you safe way, might limit you to things that would seem more safe, even if it doesn't meet the things that would make you really happy. So I don't think our brains really want us to be unhappy, but if it had to pick and it was either safe or happy, it's going to keep you safe. And so when you sit down to create this vision of you on the stage and what it would feel like and the songs that you would sing and how you created them and whatever it is that that really brings you joy when you think about this vision, it's important that you talk to your subconscious in a sense and say, hey, it's this is not where I'm at right now. This is where I want to be. And you can pinpoint the feelings that you have and the concerns that come up and work on them over time. I really feel like one of the things I've had to work on the most for my money mindset has been I grew up with not a lot of money and it was nice I mean it was fair to say poor and there was a lot of stress around finances and a lot of conversations around credit cards and debt and things like that growing up and that was something that I still work through as an adult because money was so such an emotionally charged conversation in my house for years and years and years for as long from as early as I can remember to pretty much I'm me moving out of the house so I have to constantly think about that. So when I think about my dreams, and I think about wanting to have a large amount of money where I can invest and be philanthropic and help friends and live my best life. Those are all big goals of mine, but there's always going to be baby Christy 
that I don't think she'll ever go away, but that part of me that says money is scary, money is dangerous, money breaks up families, money causes problems. And I don't have that same belief in that anymore because I've identified that that is part of the problem. I've talked about this in a past episode. I call that person Hal. So Hal is, you know, I have a lot of people inside my head. Hal is another person. Hal is the, the, the one who has the big problem with money. And I gave Hal an identity because it's helpful for me to separate that that's not actually me. It's thoughts, which I talked about this week on my Instagram. I had a whole reel about it. But you are going to have that person because it's a different version of you. It doesn't mean it's a version that can't come to fruition. It doesn't mean it's a version that's inappropriate or wrong. It just means that you're probably going to come to, you're probably gonna have to have some conversations with yourself to say, why do I feel that way? Is this still true for me? Why is this coming up? What message do I need to give to that older version of me or the younger version of me or the different version of me to let them know it's safe to be able to move into this new version? That's just some history and it's, we haven't even got to the scripting part yet, <laughs> but it's almost impossible to get there if you're not willing to dream first. So before you dream, or if you're having trouble dreaming big, then that's the first place you wanna start. As you're creating your dream, listen for that other voice that's saying, but you can't, but that's crazy, don't dream that big, that's not gonna work. None of that is true. As you, I strong, this is like, I 100% strongly, strongly feel this. As you get closer to the person that you're meant to be in this lifetime, which I feel like when you come into this planet, you've already come in with a plan. There's something that you want to learn and, and grow into in this life. It might necessarily, it might not necessarily take you into this new realm of being a celebrity or being the governor or doing anything necessarily huge, but maybe in this lifetime, you were here to raise a family and to be a, a doting mother and learn love and acceptance and patience in this life. It, it, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to have this big thing happen to you, but I feel like you learn those things and maybe your goal was to be a mom and have this lifestyle, but maybe there's something else that's in your way, blocks, things that you're going to have to go through. Maybe you don't believe in yourself. You know, it's not going to be an easy as pie kind of thing because we came here to grow. So if it was just handed to you, the odds of your soul learning from it and being able to take it with you into future lifetimes is probably pretty slim. So it might be a struggle, but that as you get closer to who that version of you is, I really feel like things just start to fall into place. And at some point, you might see the end vision of where you want to be, but you can't see the steps in between where you are and where that end vision is. Over time, things start to open up for you. And the universe has incredible, amazing, insane ways of making things happen that you can't even, you just can't wrap your head around. There's no way to fathom it. And you can call it God, you can call it the universe, whatever. But unless you believe that in the Big Bang Theory, which I do not, that's just... I mean, I believe that we've been around for a long time, but you know, we won't get into that in this podcast. That's a deep conversation. But if you believe that we were created by the universe, God, source, Allah, Buddha, whoever it is, like that's the spark, then you'll agree that some miraculous things have happened in the creation of earth, right? Things that we can't even, if it didn't work that perfectly to the nth degree, we would not be able to function as we do. The water, the air, physically our bodies, how we regenerate, how the earth regenerates. There's just so many amazing things that prove that there are 
a bajillion ways things can work out for us because the universe, God, spirit, source has that ability to create that for us. And to me, as I relax a little bit more, release my death grip on life and allow things to lead me to new places, I learn over and over again that you you don't necessarily get to see the end result as you're working towards it. Sometimes the past take you in, on journeys that you didn't expect and you didn't understand in the moment. But when you look back, you think about, oh, that was why that happened. That was why that door closed. That was why that was never opened. That's why I was with that person. And that's why I learned that thing. It all ties back into something that's going to set you up for something amazing. Okay, so let's take, now we've learned, we're, we're thinking about where we want to go. And this is not an activity you want to do in five minutes in the morning. I really think well when I'm in the car. That's a really good place for me. When I go for walks, I think a lot. I don't usually take my headphones on walks anymore unless I'm listening to like an audiobook or something. I really use that time to think because I feel like I get a lot of downloaded information into my brain. And so if you, wherever that place is for you, that's a good time to take a couple minutes and think about where you want to be. What do you want to do? Who do you want to be? And it doesn't matter if it's the perfect vision. I, I don't even like to call it five or 10 years. I just think about right now, if I could pop myself into that place, what would I be doing as that version of Christy? And whoever that person is, is is where I go next. I don't think about when I'm 60, where am I going to be? Because I just don't, I know I have no idea. I will be a completely different person by the time that I'm 60. I feel very confident of that. So this isn't about your long term. This is about happiness, fulfillment. Where is that place for you? And then when you script it, you can just go into how do you want to feel? What would you be doing in your day? How would that look? In the example in my journal, I gave an example of a beach house. I absolutely will own a beach house at some point. The beach is my happy place. Being by the water, just smelling it. I can put myself physically there because I do this activity often. I just love the idea of waking up in the morning, grabbing my coffee, walking down to the beach, looking for shells, something I love to do having my feet in the sand, the hearing the waves. I just love all of it. I can see myself cooking in the kitchen. I've gotten down to those details because as you get better at it, it makes it easier for you to grow into that version of you. It doesn't seem as foreign. It doesn't seem like you're playing pretend after you do it for a long period of time. At the beginning, yeah, it's going to seem, you know, if you right now are in a New York apartment and you have your sink, your fridge, your dishwasher, and your area for cooking in the same, you know, five foot radius, then having a big white kitchen with marble countertops and tons of natural light and whatever it is might seem far off because it probably is. It's, it's, unless it happens tomorrow, you have at least a couple days before you get there and you got to cook in that little kitchen. But the more that you can put yourself into those moments and how it would feel and how it would feel to, to have all that room and that space and, and be able to cook and be a master chef and do your videos, whatever it is that you want to do, that will get easier over time. But scripting is such a nice way to get those vibes and be grateful for things that haven't happened yet. And when you are grateful for things that haven't happened yet, the universe doesn't know that it hasn't happened yet. We're not going to go into timeline stuff because I have a whole different perspective on that. But if let's say time is fluid and there's not like a before and after then and now, if we're all on one timeline and things can happen at any point, miracles can happen instantly. 
things can happen out of nowhere that you didn't expect to happen. And gratitude is you saying to the universe, hey, universe, I love this right now. Right now, this feels really good. The universe isn't like, well, Christy, um, I don't see your white kitchen. I see you cooking on your ugly brown countertops, (laughs) ma'am. Then that's that clearly defeats the purpose of what I'm trying to do. The universe doesn't do that. The universe is like, oh, you love your kitchen? Cool. Let me see how else I can reciprocate that love, how I can add a little more, how I cre- I can create more around that feeling. And it might not even be my kitchen, but maybe something happens where I meet somebody that down the road might be the person who sells me my beach house. You just don't know. But the more thank yous you give and the more moments you take of just simple happiness in what's possible and what can be the more of that will come back to you. And as you script and as you spend time thinking about that, and if nothing else, it makes you happy in the moment. It's a, it's a moment to say, oh, gosh, I can feel the sunshine on my face as I am in Bali and I am laying in one of those tubs where the fish swim under your butt. You know, I don't know if that's ideal for everybody, but that's like, I think of like, I really need to do that someday. I want fish to swim under my butt while I'm in the, <laughs> while I'm in the tub. That to me makes me really happy. But you can put yourself there and be that person. You don't have to physically be in Bali yet, but that can happen. You, there's, I, I mean, I can give you, I, I've, I like what if scenarios. I think what if is a really helpful thing to ask yourself. And what if you have a friend that wins the lottery and that's where they want to go. And tomorrow your friend calls you and is like, hey, guess what, bitch? We're going to Bali. That's that's something that could happen. What happens if there's somebody in your family that ends up, you know, that there was a amount of money that was undisclosed that all of a sudden they found out that your great uncle John had for you and now you have money. What happens if you have a neighbor who wants you to watch their stuff for them, walk their dog, and all of a sudden they leave you their house after they pass? Like, you just don't know. I could give you so many scenarios. And I'm not even close. I'm not even scratching the surface of the crazy things that are possible when you open your mind to them but you also just enjoy the world around you. Of course, we're all looking to get somewhere. Again, I don't feel like you're listening to Chase Your Stars podcast if you don't have stars that you're trying to chase right now. But if you are looking to do more and to be more, you have to think that you're worthy of more, that you're capable of getting that more. Even if you don't know how that more is gonna come about, that's not the point. Those moments that you spend saying thank you for what's possible, Thank you for these feelings I can feel. Thank you for allowing me to dream big and having the opportunity to achieve these dreams. The universe will say, you know what? You are welcome. And then some cool shit will happen. There is nothing like gratitude, baby. It is the secret sauce. It is the not secret sauce because everybody knows once you do it that it is the best way, the quickest way to get the things that you want. And it sounds counterproductive because when you're grateful for things that you have now, it there's a part of you that feels like you're saying, I don't want more. Like this is, it's okay that I only have this, but that's not the case. The case is the universe doesn't know what you're grateful for. The universe isn't like, oh, you're grateful for that off-brand Stanley cup? Well, I, then you must be satisfied. You're not getting that nice branded Stanley cup. Did you guys see that on TikTok? They have like, they're putting the Starbucks inside the Stanley Cup and like keeping it cool forever. I don't own a Stanley Cup. Surprisingly, I don't own a Stanley Cup. And that's not on my bucket list right now. But my point of my story is (laughs) the universe doesn't do that. That's not a thing. So it's saying, oh, you're grateful for what you have right now. Let me show you more things to be grateful for. 
oh, you're noticing what things you don't have right now? Here, let me give you another way to notice more things you're not grateful for. That's, that's how it works. It's not counterproductive. It's actually really helpful because as you're feeling those feelings, you can say, oh, I probably should spend a little more time being thankful for the things I do have because I'm starting to feel like the world's falling around me. And even if I have one thing, even if I still have a roof over my head, even if I have blankets to keep myself warm, even if I have my pet that loves me, whatever it is, even if there's only very small things in the moment of craziness in our head that we can be grateful for, be grateful for it. Set a timer. Allow yourself to put your baggage at the door for one minute. And for that one minute, you can say, I will pick up this baggage after this minute is over. I will worry. I will talk about what little stuff I have. I will undo the hard work I'm going to do for this minute. Before this minute, I will not worry about bills, nothing. Everything is going to be happiness. What am I grateful for? And as you start, just like cleaning, you just got to set a timer. You just got to start. It is much easier to keep cleaning after you start cleaning. Starting to clean sucks. Once you get started, easy peasy, you know? Gratitude is the same way. Just get started. Best way for you to start this is you can, <laughs> this actually wasn't a plug for my Chase Your Stars journal, but I mean, it's like, I think it's $8.99 right now on Amazon. And it's just a little paperback journal. It's a really easy place to start. I explain exactly how to use it. And future you is the version of scripting that you'd be looking for in the journal. If you don't do that, grab a notebook, use your phone. Sometimes I voice record into my phone notes so that I can just talk quickly and it, you know, saves it as actual words. That's a really easy thing to do. You don't need something special for this. You don't need a new notebook. You just need to stop, remind yourself you're worthy of having all the amazing things you want in this life. And then from there, think about what kind of things you, how would you feel if you were the person having those things? What would you do, see, be, how would you feel? And from there, Remind yourself what things you're grateful to have right this second. What feels good to you? Keep yourself in those high vibes and the things that will come to you are just, it's life-changing. It's literally life-changing. You have to know that you're worth it. You have to believe that it's possible even if you can't see the how and you got to keep dreaming. We are creators in this world. We can create amazing things. If you start scripting and you get caught up, you can message me at Chase Your Stars Podcast, at Christy Lynn Gomez on Instagram. You can send me an email at ChristySaysThings at gmail.com. Whatever it is that gets you stuck, I'd love to help you through it. That's what I'm here for. We've been working on this stuff together. We're going to keep working on it. We've got a long life of amazing things ahead of us. Yes. I hope you enjoy your weekend. I hope it is fabulous. And I will talk to you next week. Go chase those stars. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today to the Chase Your Stars podcast, my friend. If you liked these vibes, then please subscribe so we can hang more often. I release new episodes every Friday, so I hope to see you then. And until then, go chase those stars.